Welcome to the American Slang Podcast, where we will explore language and culture in different regions of the United States. Slang is a type of informal language that's typically spoken in a certain area or by a group of people. Culture is dynamic, language is dynamic, and in this podcast, we will explore the connections between them and the way new words and expressions emerge in different places in America. In this episode, I interview Ivan Crespo, an ESL pronunciation and communication teacher and PhD student in curriculum and instruction at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign. In this episode, Ivan shares some differences he's noticed between American culture and Brazilian culture. He also shares the most common idioms and expressions he hears Americans using on campus, and we discuss the academic lifestyle and some fascinating aspects of American culture and language in the Midwest. Also, I wanted to let you know that I'm leading a webinar entitled Mastering Small Talk, Effective Communication in the First Two Minutes of Conversation on Saturday, February 3rd at 8 a.m. Los Angeles time. The webinar is designed to help you understand some important aspects of body language and American culture and great questions, compliments, and idioms to use to get the conversation rolling and off to a great start so that you can strengthen your friendships and working relationships with people in the USA. You can sign up for the webinar on my website under the events and workshops tab. Without further ado, I am so excited you are listening to the podcast today. Let's hear it from Yvonne Crespo. I just want to thank you for being on the podcast, just because I know we've been trying to connect for a couple of years, but I'm so excited about your perspective. It's my pleasure. Yes, because I know that you're originally from, I'll say it with my my gringa accent, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've been living real. in Illinois for maybe more than two years now, right? Or a yeah, couple of years. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is my third year here. Exactly. So you're getting your PhD in the Department of Linguistics, right? At the University of Illinois, Champaign, or yeah, No, actually, no, no. Actually, now I'm in the Department of Education. Oh, you I are. got my yeah. Uh I got okay. my Matessel. Department of Linguistics, and now I'm in curriculum instruction. Oh, neat. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. I, I kind of uh, changed the departments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm really wanting to talk to you about like culture shock or language there. Oh, sure. Idioms, expressions you have used. So anyway, I'm curious about um just well first of all tell us about your work are you teaching are you a ta are you yes yes i'm teaching undergrads yeah no um actually uh i teach pronunciation and listening speaking at intensive english institute so it's yeah it's not necessarily for undergrads so we also have undergrads but also have like people that you know, they, they are applying to grad school or uh, yeah. applying to college. So, yeah, it's not exactly for undergrads. Mm-hmm. Wow, you must love um, your job so much. It yeah. sounds like a blast. So much fun. Yeah, I like it a lot. When I was admitted to Illinois, um, I had two choices. Uh, my first choice was to teach ESL in the ESL program because um, the university also offers uh, ESL 
or teaching English, also ESL too, but I mean, for the ESL program, those are very weird nomenclatures, but um, the ESL program, uh, it's more for undergrads or grad students, people that apply to the university, but because you need to have like a score, uh, like to be admitted to the university. If you score under that limit, you have mm -hmm. to take uh, courses, yes, right. courses here. Okay, so like um, the TOEFL exam or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I I don't know exactly, but like I think you have to score like a hundred points. Yeah, or something like that. Really high, um, yeah. Yeah, yes, it is. So if you score uh, less than that, uh, mm -hmm. you can even so you can be admitted to the university, but you have to um, to take those courses. And mm -hmm. those are writing courses and pronunciation courses. Oh, so, nice. Okay. Yeah, so that's your yeah. role. Yeah, no, no. Actually, no, no. I, I don't teach this because um, this is what, what I was saying. Um, when I was admitted to the university, uh, I had two choices. I could teach those ESL academic courses mm -hmm. or I could teach also ESL, but in the Intensive English Institute. And oh, okay. that was basically what I did before, what I've done my entire life. So, yeah, I thought it, it would be better. And also because I like, you know, I focus on communication. I've always done that. I've mm -hmm. always focused on communication. So I, I'm not so, you know, into teaching writing. Yeah. Reading. I, I know I, I have to write, you know, as a grad student, I have to write, I have to read, but I don't like teaching those mm -hmm. things like mm -hmm. if it's part of you know because we have to teach up uh, four skills like now no no traditional model no traditional english course mm -hmm. so if i have to teach those things okay but if i can choose i guess i'm going to choose something more related to communication yeah and because FBI, fluency yeah, is such can... an important skill right fluency yeah. speaking communication it's like such an essential way of i don't know just it's everything it's got kind of the foundation isn't it and the hardest, the hardest skill, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. At the II, they have uh, specific um, listening, speaking classes, pronunciation classes, reading, writing classes, grammar classes. Yeah. So, yeah, like you don't have to teach all the skills. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you can like, specialize, like you've done yes, pronunciation exactly. and so forth. Exactly. Yeah. And well, tell us a little bit about, you know, life, university life, because I know there's a campus culture, there's so many things going on with the university life. And I'm just wondering if there were some things that you experienced or words that you heard a lot when you were on campus or, you know, things you noticed about the university cultural life that you want to share with us. Oh, yeah. There's so many things to share. So, first about, uh, culture here i guess because illinois is a big university so you have people here from all over the world so it's not like uh you come to shambana we call um because um have you ever been here um i mean yeah because i'm from iowa so we would always go to illinois champagne i don't know I don't know if I've really, but I've been to Illinois so many times, you know. Because, yeah, because Champaign and Urbana are neighboring cities. So uh, um, okay. actually, yeah. So sometimes we don't know if you are in Urbana or Champaign. It's difficult, especially when people arrive here. They don't know for sure if they are in one city or in another. Because, you know, um, it's like the same city. So we call them this union of two cities. We call them Shambana. So sometimes people say, oh, I live in Shambana because it's Champagne and Urbana. Oh, interesting. 
So yeah, but it's a, it's a very like it's very international. Yeah. So you see yeah, so people diverse. from all over. Yes, from all over the world, and um, so in terms of culture, that's interesting because like you can experience many different kinds of culture here. Because mm-hmm. like you have Brazilians, you have Americans, you have Canadians, you have. Uh, people from India, you have people from Japan, from China, Taiwan. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you learn a lot about culture in general, like yeah. different cultures. Uh-huh. So, and it must be neat because you live in the university housing. So then you probably get to know people from different parts of the world from in yeah. the housing complex, right? Yes. Yeah. And here we have, I don't know if you mentioned this before, but I'm I'm married. So and I'm here with my wife and my kids. And wow. at Illinois, they have specific complexes for grad students with family. Mm-hmm. And for undergrads, I live in a complex for uh, grads with family. Oh, nice. I actually, no, nowadays, uh, you can also live there. Yeah, like, I guess when they built the complex was more for uh, grads with family. So yeah, I live at at that place. And it's a very international place. Like, yeah. Yeah, you've probably gotten to know other families and built some relationships with. Yes, yes. Uh, We made a lot of friends. It's, um, it's, it's great. Like, is really good. What a neat and, experience for your kids yeah. and for your family. One thing that I like, there are so many kids there. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, my kids don't feel alone because there are other <laughs> people there and they can, um, for them to play with. And it's also a, a beautiful complex, but very simple. It's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, no luxury at all. But <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I was wondering about, okay, I lived in Brazil for a long time too. Uh-huh. And when I came back to the University of Wisconsin, there was one thing that kind of shocked me, which was when you went into a classroom, no one would say anything. Like it would be just like complete silence. And so, and in Brazil, everyone would go in and you'd be like, oh, to the bone. Like everyone would be like greeting you. And like, it was so, so warm. And then in yeah. the Midwest, it was like super shy. Like, everyone was so shy and so timid and so reserved and I was like in shock coming back to the Midwest you know because I'm originally from the Midwest but when you live out of the country for a while did you find that at all about the Midwest like reserved or shy or compared to the Brazilian yeah compared to the Brazilians yeah but there's one thing like if you are Brazilian and when you arrive in a place and people you know people are not talking you kind of start talking and so you are the person who starts talking so yeah, there's this thing too, but I guess I I don't feel that much because because I always start the conversations. I'm I'm very talkative, so you're like the icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. You break the yeah. ice. Yeah, yes, I'm always breaking the ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, you asked me about expressions that I hear here, right? Yeah, like Id- yeah. idioms. Okay. Idioms or expressions uh, on campus okay. or in Illinois, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I took some notes, actually. You have to see my desk here is a mess. You're a linguist. Um, I mean, you study language, so yeah. it makes sense to take notes about language, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. The idioms that uh, I hear here, they're not like new idioms or things that are like that people normally say. Um, so I guess and I, I was, I started... Since you invited me, I started uh, thinking about it. I don't think I'm a person who speaks a lot of uh, slang words, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. But I guess I use more idioms than yeah. slang. 
Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because idioms are kind of fun and playful. Like, oh, it's raining cats and dogs. It's it's just kind of -huh. um, yeah. playful, right? It's like... Yeah, exactly. So um, I try to remember uh, what people say here. They say some very basic things like break a leg. So like, yeah, my, you know, my classmates sometimes say this, but this is not new. Everyone knows Yeah. Yeah. And um, they say this this idiom. before you would go into a classroom just to wish you good luck. Is that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, or before before you, before before a conference presentation uh, yeah, before or something. before a presentation, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's Um, a way of in wishing the first, you good luck, right? yeah, yes, Yeah. yes, break a leg. Yeah, people say that. Another thing that people say is um, give the cold shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if yeah, someone, when you feel it meaning like if someone distant. you you want to ignore someone, you know. So, Yeah, yeah. so oh, she gave me the cold shoulder. That's Um, a good expression. speak of the devil. We Mm-hmm, also say mm-hmm. here, but this kind of yeah. I guess we even have a, a similar expression in Portuguese. I was trying Yeah. to remember. Oh, I guess it was falando something about it. But yeah, speaking of the devil, uh, Yeah, like which which means like you're talking about someone, right? And then yeah, they yeah, they show up, and you're like, "Whoa!" Speaking of the devil, yeah, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's not a negative thing. Like, No. I mean, it's just funny because it's like coincidental. Like, oh, I was just talking about this person, and now they're there, right? Yeah, yeah. You Yeah. know, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just a uh, oh yeah. I was talking about this person, and the person arrives. It's Yeah, just yeah. um, we also say I don't like this is for me. This is not even like an idiom. Like cause this is what I I normally say under the weather. Oh, I'm Yes. feeling a bit under the weather today, so Uh-huh. I don't feel like going uh, to campus. So yeah, and then and then people say, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that you're feeling under the weather. So it's like a Yeah, because sometimes when I when I say when I speak idioms, I kind of notice as an English teacher, I k
your grade, you know, um, it's mm -hmm. the total of your grades. Yeah. So yeah, we use GPA a lot. And some people care a lot about GPA. I don't, yeah, I, I don't care about GPA anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. As a PhD student, <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah, really your because, GPA. yeah, yeah. I won't do anything else after this. Like, this is the, the last thing. Um, But yeah, I guess I cared more about it when I was doing my master's. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, then you maybe you needed a high GPA, which is Yeah, grade point yeah. average to get into a program for your PhD or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we, ha we have to have like a minimum GPA here because you have to, um, you have to have at least three. It comes, 3.0, yeah. yes, yes, because it goes from zero. I'm not sure, I'm not even sure because nobody gets a zero, but from zero to four. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. some And like people. a 2.5 would be low. A three Yeah. is like average. A four is like excellent. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. The American grading system. I was wondering, well, about freshman 15, have you ever heard of that? Like the gaining weight your first year on campus Yeah, or? it's like, um, okay, just let me try to remember this. I guess this is something that undergrads say. Yeah. I Yeah. don't, I don't see a lot of grads speaking that, but I see a lot of undergrads. I guess it's like uh, after your six months, one year here, Uh-huh, and you gain some weight, and then you say, ah, this is, yeah, I, I, is, it, is that right? uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Something I was like following, that? like, Yeah. your Instagram stories. Sometimes you show food in the U.S., and you're like, whoa, if if I Yeah. eat like this every day, I'll be, like, a balloon after a year here, because <laughs> there's so much processed food and Yeah, fast food it's, and so forth, so. I guess I gained a lot of weight. You <laughs> did? I, I think so. I'm not checking anymore. <laughs> I'm not checking anymore. But I want to diet now because, you know, after Thanksgiving, Yeah. like, yeah, a lot of, you know, pumpkin pies and Yes. turkey, probably put a lot And of weight. you and you I see that you love going to the gym. So that's what I was going to ask you about because the, the oftentimes on Yeah. campuses there's amazing gyms, there's a great workout facilities and I was wondering if the gym is always packed or if it's dead most of the time when you go or what's the situation? Ah, it's mostly packed. Yeah, the university has two big gyms, and um, I go to the to to the bigger one. Um, it's a very good complex. I usually when when I go there, there are a lot of people. It's usually packed. It's like a great pastime on campus. Like Yeah, it's you know, you a know. great social thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, I have to go to the gym because, like. Also, I think I'm I'm also like a balloon. Like if if I don't go to the gym, if I don't exercise, I, I guess I'm gonna get fat. And Uh, well, and just I studying don't for a PhD could be pretty sedentary, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stressful, right? Yeah. Um, so that's a, a good thing about going to the gym because it's it's that time that uh the time you have to think about nothing. Because we are always concerned about a lot of things. But when you go to the gym, you kind of, you know, start thinking about nothing. This is Uh like, -huh. Yeah, a, you you kind can of zone relax out. and yes, Yeah. yes, exactly. Exactly. You Yeah, can zone down. you can space out, zone out, and just like, yeah, I love that. You Yeah. have a little bit of mental space to ponder Yeah. whatever it is that you need to think about. <laughs> True, true. So yeah, this is why I go, I go to the gym. But I can see that most people... at the gym um i mean it can be just a false impression but i think like um undergrads go more to the gym than grad students and it makes sense right because like yeah grad students are usually busier than Yeah. undergrads Yeah. Yeah. but 
yeah, like it is it is something that I have to do because you know my life's so stressful. Like mm-hmm. uh, I gotta do something. Yeah, for um, you, like self-care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and it's not much. It's like, you know, like it it really depends. But um if I have a lot of time, well then I, I would just spend there like from one to two hours. But you you know, you know, if it's um a week like this week now mm-hmm, because you're mm-hmm. doing our finals and uh, preparing presentations and things like that mm-hmm. so 45 minutes would be enough yeah, yeah yeah but it just keeps you sane it keeps you yeah kind of relaxed and everything like that yeah I can completely understand how important it is do you do the undergrads go as a social kind of time they talk they chat or do you see everybody on their wearing headphones and just in their own worlds yeah they they don't talk a lot Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody, mm-hmm. nobody. Maybe, talks yeah, a lot. maybe people yeah, are not, not no, so social anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Everyone mm-hmm. is always listening to music and mm-hmm. exercising, listening to music. I have conversations sometimes, but mostly when I see my friends there, because sometimes yeah. I see friends like uh, classmates. Very rarely, actually, uh-huh. but I don't see people talking a lot. It would be great to have like a gym buddy. But yeah, I, I guess mm-hmm. maybe. I wanted yeah. to ask you something. This may surprise you because I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this before, but so much of American culture has to do with American football. Now, personally, I was never into sports. Like I never really enjoyed going to football games, but I know it's a huge part mm-hmm. of campus life. I was wondering if you've ever been to an American football game. Oh, yeah. When I arrived here, I went like, but I, I couldn't understand <laughs> <laughs> like uh but it, it was not my first time i also went when i was a child so I, I went to to one of the games in connecticut i've never understood anything about football yeah it's like it seems so violent yeah. right they just like tackle each other and, yeah yeah and i don't know much but, but it, it was fun anyway so yeah it was cool i think it's, it's cool. kind of like, like everyone's cheering and clapping and it's a yeah. community thing and and I see a, yeah, sure. And I see a lot of people go t- to those games, but just because it's fun and because everyone goes, so they uh-huh. go. Yeah, it's such a huge phenomenon in, in American yeah. cultural life. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a lot of things, like kind of make an effort to to learn, but mostly mm-hmm. about the things that I, I like, that I'm interested in. But maybe because I'm not so interested in football, um, so maybe this is why I didn't learn uh, anything about it. But it's a it's a confusing game with like um, sport and uh, with a lot of rules and yeah yeah it's not it easy just, to understand. Yeah yeah it just doesn't make much sense. I never understood the rules either. <laughs> <laughs> okay good. I'm You're not, not alone. alone. You're not yeah. Alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. Extremely confusing. But anyway. And I was also wondering if there was anything that kind of surprised you about university life or that kind of any kind of culture shock you experienced. I know you've been coming to the yeah. US for a long, for like your whole yeah. life. So like you were yeah. saying, this wasn't just like the first time. Yeah, it wasn't my first time. So people talk a lot about culture shock, but yeah, I didn't have culture shock maybe because, you know, I lived here before mm-hmm. in different mm-hmm. times. So, but maybe I, your I, family members experienced it, like your wife. No, 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 because no, no. My kids were always here. It was not their first time either. Ah, okay, uh, we okay. were always, you know, we were always like biculture, uh, like a bicultural family. Yeah, no, we were always spending our vacations here. 
even yeah. before moving to Illinois. So we were always, you know, uh, spend our vacations in Chicago or New York. Oh, uh, wow. Miami. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they really, my, my kids and also my, my wife, they really feel like home here. Yeah, so, that's what I was yeah. wondering. If this is like your new home or do you always think you'll yeah. be between the two countries? Hmm. Yeah, the, here's my home. Yeah. As much yeah. as Brazil yeah. is my home. So, yeah, I don't feel differently just because I'm here and think like, oh, I'm not from here. Because a lot of people have this feeling, you know, they say, oh, no, you know, I feel like um, I'll, I'll always be an international person. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that. I really feel like home here. So Yeah. Like in out, you don't feel like an outsider. You feel like you belong. No. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh, I do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So yeah, but about um, cultural differences, not shock for yeah. me, but the differences. One of the things I also took took notes here. Uh, one of the things um, drinking tap water. Oh yeah. We don't do that in Brazil. Now I got used to it. When I was a child. I don't remember, but of course I got used to it. But in Brazil, people don't do that. Don't drink tap water. So mm. it's always filtered um, or mineral bottled water. Water. So it is strange for me. Yeah, um, because but they, I got they also used offer, to it. offer it to you in restaurants. They'll say, do you want a glass of water? Right? They have t- tap yeah. water for with meals. Do you drink tap water? Oh, Spain? yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Water is really good quality here. But we would sometimes filter it in Iowa. You know, sometimes you would get a filter. Oh, no. But... no, in Iowa. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm talking but in about Spain, Spain, in Spain, yeah. where I live now, yeah, we drink tap water. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and also the taste, the taste. Oh, the taste. It, it had the taste like was odd. Yeah, the taste like was odd. But yeah, I got used to it. Uh-huh. Um, another thing that is weird. But I think I also got used to it. It's uh, texting instead of mm-hmm. WhatsApping. I guess oh, right. maybe because WhatsApp is so big in Brazil and uh-huh. everyone's always WhatsApping. Uh-huh. Oh, there's one more thing that I didn't add here to my list. But uh, yeah, about making appointments. Oh, we can talk mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so texting, because people here in the US, they use uh, text messages. Yeah. In, in Brazil, no, people use WhatsApp. Uh-huh. And because we think that WhatsApp is more practical. I don't know. Um, yeah, and- but I also think it's included. Like the text messaging is included in people's plans. In yes. The and that's yes. why it's free for everybody in the U.S. And yeah, I think yeah. WhatsApp is free for everybody else in the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, right? true. Yeah, yeah, some people say, oh, why should I uh, uh, WhatsApp if, if I can text? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You want to text? So, yeah. It was difficult for me when I... I moved here. Another thing that was very weird, like in Brazil, um, usually have your your dentists, your doctors uh, on your WhatsApp so you can talk to yeah. your doctors. Oh, interesting. Yeah, here you, you can't talk to people like that. Like you don't mm-hmm. talk to your doctors, your dentists. You you don't. So if um, if you have something in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, you have mm-hmm. to wait to the next day because you can't call your doctor. I mean, at least my doctor, I can't call her. But you could in you, Brazil? You, know, you could call your doctor? Yes, oh, yes. Wow. Anytime, anytime, because, you know, if you got sick. They you wouldn't know, be annoyed call your by doctor. you. Yeah, but yes, they're sleeping but, or something. But yes, but because 
yeah, it, this is a this is a a difference in culture, I guess. Because in Brazil, doctors think that it's part of their job. You know, because yeah. yeah, because if people get sick, you know, they have to talk to a doctor. They have to take a medication or something. Uh, so yeah, you can call your doctor in Brazil and here no. Mm -hmm. The only That's thing interesting, maybe it's is, cultural too, because they yeah, it's yeah more I like guess community so. or in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I felt the like there was thing, more of like a we mentality in Brazil, like we the community rather than the, in the US, it's like I. Yeah, maybe. More yeah. indi individualistic. I guess something that uh, you can do here in the US is like if you're feeling something, you can go to the hospital. So yeah. That's that's the only thing you can do because you cannot yeah. call your doctor, so you have to go to the hospital. Yes. And another thing, in Brazil, it's very easy to make appointments. Mm -hmm. Here in the mm -hmm. US, like you can do everything online in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. You can schedule everything online. And I don't think this is something that happens all over the country, all over the US. But mm -hmm. here, if you have to schedule something, you have to call them. So it's not so practical, like... You want to yeah. schedule an appointment, you have to call someone. Like, why? Oh, like, yeah, it seems sometimes, inefficient. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you start your appointment online and then you and then you add your information. And at the end, they say, okay, and now to complete your appointment, please make a call. <laughs> no, this is, it doesn't make much sense, right? It must drive you crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. also, yeah, this is something. But I don't think it's everywhere. Like, uh -huh. but at least here, usually you have to call them to make an uh -huh. appointment. Uh -huh. And the last thing that I wrote here is eating while, no, working while eating. Yes, um, that is a phenomenon in the US culture, isn't it? Yeah, I remember one of the the meetings we had at the IEI, and it was like a special. It was a special day. We call we call it re retreat. Uh -huh. So we, we always have a retreat at the end of the year. Where, uh -huh. and by the way, we have a retreat next week. Oh, cool. <laughs> so you get together with teachers. You go to a, yeah, you do community yeah. building activities. And yeah, yeah, I and love even, retreats. Yeah, usually in the morning you have like uh, a talk. Um, this year is going to be about uh, artificial intelligence. Oh, gosh, of course. Yeah. The only then, topic that matters anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they talk about, after that, they would talk about different stuff like budget and things like that. Uh -huh, I never understood uh -huh. why we have to hear about those things. Anyways, um, but I remember once while we ate our lunch, we had to grade essays. He was like, you kidding me? So... Uh, I'm eating my lunch and I have to grade essays. This is for a Brazilian. This is something. Oh, it's something that cannot happen. You know, it's something. Yeah, yeah you can't work while you eat something. Even though, like, may maybe things are changing in Brazil. Like, mm -hmm. three years is like a lot of time. I guess it's a. Uh, well, yeah, so. I, I doubt it though. I think even in Spain, like the meal is sacred. Like it's for socializing. Yeah, exactly. it's just to be with family. It's just talk yeah. to people, right? Exactly. It's it's not a time for you to work. Because mm -hmm. I, I had a friend from Portland visiting me and I was like, so tell me about your routine. And she's confessed that both her and her husband eat while working at the computer. They both eat lunch every single day. And I was like, what you eat while working at the computer? I think I've been living out of the United States too long because yeah, in Spain, I don't think nobody, this is healthy. Does that. 
Yeah, I don't even think this is healthy because when you eat, you have to focus on your yeah, meal, right. on the action of eating, you know, not have distractions. Yeah, yeah. Because even like when, when you are distracted by something, you kind of eat more because yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. don't know how much you're eating, right? <laughs> Question for you. During that retreat, did you say anything like, oh, we're going to eat and work? Or did you not say anything? No, no, no. You I, didn't I say anything. No, no, no. Because, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. You, you, could, you could kind of write it down in your little notebook. Okay, note about American culture. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I hope my boss doesn't watch this podcast video <laughs> or listen to your podcast. Yeah, no, I think it's like entertaining. It. Because it, but it's it's really normal for her, you know? Oh, yeah. Says, yeah, okay. Um, Let's do something. And, and we have nothing sometimes because they schedule uh lunch and we have nothing to do mm-hmm. and then she comes up with something to do like yeah, yeah. Oh, play a game or you know have a conversation about topics and she r- writes the topics on the board okay so during the our lunch we're going to talk about those topics mm-hmm. yeah. it's like playing, a very structured lunch yeah or playing a game yeah. <laughs> Um, what was the game? It was uh, the last one was uh, two truths, one lie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, e. I like this game. You know, it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's, a it's a great game for the first day of class, right? Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a good game for a retreat while you eat your lunch. I think it's like the American mentality that you have to be productive. Everything has to have a purpose, and it's like this productivity kind of lunch or something. Yeah, right? it's it's mm-hmm. you know we have an idiom for this, right? That times money. Oh yeah, times uh-huh. money because. You know, you're here and you're getting paid. So yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do some something productive. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. And so you must kind of miss those meals in Brazil a little bit. Oh, you're yeah. probably like, oh yeah, I miss those big family meals. Because in Spain, the meal lasts so long. On the weekends, yeah. for example, we have like hours and hours and hours around the table, then dessert comes, and then you know. Yeah, I think Spanish culture is very similar to Brazilian culture. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they're all Latin countries, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. But Americans, I remember, like, it's really rushed. Like, you eat, and it's, like, really short. The meal is so short. Yes, And I yes. remember feeling shocked about it every time I go home. Just like, whoa, people eat so fast. They eat so fast. Sometimes they eat a lot, but they don't mm-hmm. even realize that. They don't notice because, like... They're doing other stuff. They are mm-hmm. texting. They are watching videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they don't pay attention to their meals. Like I see a lot of people, a lot of my friends buying yeah. pizzas, but like the whole pie. Whoa. The whole pie just for them. <laughs> it's so this is it's like, like indulging. On a Tuesday. So whoa. Yeah, because like I, I usually I usually eat the salads uh, mm-hmm. on weekdays and uh, because I, I, I eat all of those good, delicious food uh, over the yeah. weekend. So, yeah. Um, yeah, during the week, I kind of, you know, eat something lighter. Uh-huh. Um, but uh-huh. I, I, see my, I see my friends eating pizzas and uh, yeah. hot dogs and things like that. It's like, like a constant food. battle because you see all that stuff and then you have to make good choices, right? It's like a constant yes. battle. The temptation. Yeah. I think is always there. Yeah. And I like the food here. Like, yeah. I mean, I got used to it because um, I think 
the food in Brazil tastes better than the mm -hmm. food here. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain this. The fruit is so but, fresh in Brazil. Yeah, a banana yeah. in yeah. Brazil is so much better, tastes so much better than the yeah. banana here. Yeah. I don't understand why. Um, I think because it, it's picked right off the tree rather than it's imported from such a long, from such a far country, you know, yeah. from Illinois, right? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Because, yeah, the bananas here come from Central America. Central America, America exactly. Yeah. yeah. So all the transportation, sure. all that time that they're in yeah. the trucks, I think, yeah. Exactly, exactly. The, the food in Brazil is better than the food yeah. here. But I but I got used to the food here, and I, I really like eating junk food for me yeah, like, for, yeah. For, me, for me it's good but i can't so i make an effort not to eat those things because i don't want to you know i don't want to explode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's complicated because mm -hmm. i gain weight very easily yeah and i have a question okay so let's say oh i also have yeah. Oh, yeah, these language words okay because no no just this language so you can because I, I don't speak language words yeah but i heard some Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to go? Do you want to share some? Yeah. But um, if you want to talk about the thing that you wanted to well, talk about. Well, because a lot of people ask you like, oh, I want to move to the U.S. I want to do mm -hmm. a university program. Do you have any tips for them about like navigating the American culture? Just like be observant or or just, I don't know. So be polite. I don't know. Like yeah, shake I hands, guess, a firm handshake. Yeah, I guess it really depends on the country. I don't yeah. think in terms of culture like brazil and us are so different i guess mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. very similar in, in several ways of yes. course there are differences but mm -hmm. they're similar in several ways yeah um the religions the our habits so it's kind of the same thing yeah um but i guess if you are from a very different culture i guess yeah. it's good it's good to learn some things about uh, American culture, because like uh, sometimes I'm, for example, with my students, mm -hmm. I have some students that uh, don't look at my eyes. Yeah, like the eye contact thing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. They don't make eye contact. Like uh -huh. um, in the classroom, when I'm explaining something, when I'm teaching something, they kind of, instead of looking at me, they look at the roof. They uh -huh. look at the the ground but they don't uh -huh. look at me because which is cultural which is what they've been taught in their culture right to look exactly uh, yeah make direct eye contact yeah exactly exactly and so i also learn a lot about their culture and i yeah. try to avoid a few things uh -huh. you know i think if you're coming to the u.s you should learn more about american culture before uh -huh. you arrive here i see so, yeah, so you feel better prepared, like yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah, like yeah. take a course or somehow yeah. read a lot like about a, it, or yeah, like a crash course. Yeah. <laughs> American culture it also helps a lot to watch, you know, videos like uh -huh. the movies, things like that. Because um, yeah, although movies are not always real, like if you yeah, think like yeah, that, true, uh, true, yeah. Your, your life here as a college student is going to be like to see um, movies. It's not exactly uh -huh. like that. Uh, not so crazy. I guess like what people do in movies is what they wanted uh, to do here in real life. But it's not exactly like that. But yeah, even so, even when you watch movies, you can you can learn from that. Yeah, um, yeah. 
That's true. Sitcoms so, or Netflix series exactly, and so forth. Exactly. Exactly. I think, yeah, learning about American culture is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also here, like, take all the, the opportunities that the university offers, because like we have here um, is a de- department called uh, IWS. It's International mm-hmm. Scholar something, but it's for international students mm-hmm. and they offer uh, workshops and things about American culture. Mm-hmm. So people can, you know, get used to American culture. I think when people move here, they should really take all those opportunities mm-hmm. to yeah. learn more yeah. about culture because that makes a huge difference in their life. Uh-huh. 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 Just um, awareness and understanding, yes. and sympathy or empathy, all those things. Yeah. Yes. And another thing that I think that people should do is to study English. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. sure. That's, that, that's very important, especially uh, if they can um, study pronunciation before mm-hmm. they move mm-hmm. here. Because it's so mm-hmm. frustrating when people say things and other people can't understand. And of course, you can always repeat. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're repeating something that you're you're pretty sure you spoke correctly. Mm-hmm. But even so, people are... Can you say that again? Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, okay, there's no problem. You can always repeat, but it's better if you can, you know, if you can improve your pronunciation so uh, the communication happens yeah. in, in an easier way. I so, completely agree with you, yes. Yeah. And, okay, so tell us a few slang, slang words that you've heard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slang yeah, words yeah, that slang I have words. here. The first one, it's fam. Like the fam, like I'm going to spend time with the fam on the weekend. Like yeah, yeah, family, yeah. it's like yeah, for yeah. family. Yeah. 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 I have I'm a, gonna, yeah, yeah. go home with the fam. I a, <laughs> yeah. I have a couple friends, girls that they always say, oh, uh, I was with my fam. Uh, I'm going to spend time with my fam instead of family, but yeah. always fam, fam, fam. Yeah. They're interesting. All, hey, they're not actually, they're not friends. They are students um, mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. Department of Linguistics. I don't teach them, but I know them because um, in the Matesso, yeah, we we usually I I I don't know if it happened to you like when you were doing your grad school here, uh-huh. but in the Matesso, uh, we also take uh, classes with undergrads. Oh yeah, so okay. In my okay. in my um in my classes, there were always a lot of Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so those girls uh, are American, so. Uh, yeah, interesting. They yeah. say fam, yeah. fam, fam a lot, a lot. Yeah, fam. yeah, my fam. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that I hear sometimes is a busing. No, you know? what does it mean? Um, um, this is this is a slang word that people uh use to talk about food. Oh, when the food's really good, they say, "Oh, this is busing." Oh, oh, this pasta is bussing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that must be a new one. I, <laughs> I love yeah, it. Like the word bus, is it bus, B-U-S-S-I-N-G or something? No, no, no G, just oh. bussing. Oh, I mean, I oh. guess, I, I guess, bussing. yeah, it, it, it should be with G, right? But yeah. it, it kind of contract, make it shorter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bussing, oh, this is bussing. Yeah, it's bussing. Those cookies are bussing. My next slang word is extra extra and i can say extra is pretty common here in illinois extra means over the top trying too hard someone who's exaggerated for example 
She's so extra with her reaction to a simple joke. She's so extra with her reaction to a simple joke. So extra. Yeah, that's really interesting the way you're highlighting how extra is being used more in slang and everyday conversations because I've always heard it like extra large, it's extra delicious, or wow, you look extra pretty today. But the way you're describing it is more of just like extra alone um, on its own, like extra, which really reminds me of how our language is becoming shortened and words are shortened, which reminds me of text messages. I remember in the slang episode with Helen about internet slang, and we were debating um, whether or not it was a good thing that language is becoming so shortened and modified. So this word extra reminds me of that. Um, It's short, it's sweet, it's fun, I like it, but it is awfully kind of alone. It just kind of stands alone. The next slang word is hits, where hits different. Uh, and people say hits different to say something is better. So they say something like, oh, this song hits, where this song hits different. This song's better, is better than other songs. This song hits. Yeah, I really am interested in the way you're saying hits, this song hits is being used in slang. Um, I think there's a lot of expression with hits in American English, like like hit me up, which would be like call me or text me or um, get in touch with me, you know? So it's not surprising that hit like that song hits was created and it kind of morphed hit was morphed into a slang word like that about music because um there's so much creativity around the word hit and again americans really like these violent kind of words like anything with shoot with hit um i think we should have a whole episode on like slang around the word hit because i know there's a ton of words around hit and the last slang word is bet bet i also hear bet a lot here bet means Yes. So, do you want to do this? Bet. Uh, Do you want to go to the gym? Bet. Yes. Again, this is really interesting as well. And it's not surprising that people are saying bet. I think it might come from you bet. Like, you betcha, you bet, which means, of course. And people probably just shortened it. It may have morphed into just one word, bet. Meaning, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. It's, I think we. this has been no such problem. a rich conversation. I've loved what, everything you've said. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you like the yeah. things that I said here. Yeah, it's been really interesting to talk to you. I think the listeners are going to really enjoy hearing from you. Yeah, I didn't say anything very sophisticated, just like yeah, normal stuff. Fascinating, that people- yeah. Uh very simple but it was a good conversation anyways yeah thank you so much for for sharing thanks for having me thanks for having me it was a a huge pleasure and i'm so sorry because you invited me like i don't know one or two years ago you're so busy you're so busy but i I am uh... i can't deny that (laughs) (laughs) okay thanks Yvonne. have a great day yeah you too have a great day Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I thoroughly enjoyed all of Yvonne's insights about American culture and about some of the things that he struggled with, like drinking tap water or some things he didn't understand, like having always to text message people rather than what's up them or to call the doctor or the dentist rather than just making an appointment online or the value of working during lunch and making everything as productive as possible. 
What I loved most was how he explained how idioms like I'm under the weather or break a leg, among others, are so commonly used in everyday conversation. If you aren't following Ivan yet on social media, he always shares some interesting insights and posts and photos from life on campus and, and a little bit about the university system, so I recommend following him. Also, don't forget to sign up for the webinar on conversation and communication on my website. And if you sign up by January 31st, you can access an ebook on the topic of diving into culture, American culture, and idioms. So I would love it um, if you also follow the podcast and stayed up to date because the next episode is going to be on Alabama slang and culture. So we'll, we'll be traveling to the south of the United States and learning a little bit about um, the southern accent, southern hospitality, southern cultural norms and some slang or some interesting tidbits about the South. So I hope you're excited about as I am about it. All right. Take care, everybody. I'll see you next time.